Hello and welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And I'm your other host, Hill House from the Big Love Club. And we are here once again to bring you the best stories in the world of gaming that we could find. And I was thinking this week, um, because I always point out the fact that there wasn't much news this week and stuff like that. But I think I've been constantly comparing this podcast to other news sources. And I think that's been a bad thing because a lot of news sources that I find, um, they try to meet a quota of minutes. And by doing that, you're going to talk about stories that don't matter. And I don't, yeah, I don't feel compelled to talk about stories that I don't care about. Um, there's tons of stories that we could talk about, but we don't talk about. And I would rather just talk about stories that we're interested in. So granted, sometimes we will talk about stories that like, maybe it's a game series that we both don't care about, but it's a very popular series. So a lot of our listeners do care about it. We still will cover it, but there are a lot of things that it's like, for example, um, a new trailer leaked to some game that we don't care about. You know, <laughs> we're not going to yeah. talk about that if the previous week we talked about the original trailer. It's stuff like that. Um, so, so that being said, this is probably going to be a short episode, but I do have some fun things to talk about. Um but to start off, we always talk about games that we played last week, and it's been a long time since I could say that I played a new game, <laughs> like not a game that's from like years ago, a brand new game I played, and I finished it. And that's crazy, because if you know me, I buy games when they're cheap, I got buy games when they're on sale, and I play a lot of games that are easily beaten, so I hardly ever play games when they come out. Um... So this game is called 12 Minutes. A lot of people hadn't heard about it until it was recently announced to be launching in Game Pass. So that's really cool. It's I believe it's like a $25 game if you don't have Game Pass. But it's on PC and Xbox. And obviously Game Pass owners get to play it from day one. And it is a phenomenal game. Um, I was really hyped when I saw the first trailer. Because I was like, this is totally a game for me. Uh, the voice acting is very good choices. There, I do have one critique about the voice acting, um, but it's not the fault of the voice actors. Um, yeah. I do think that I do think that James McAvoy and um, what's her name that played Ray in Star Wars? What's her name? Uh, da- Daisy Bailey. Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Daisy. Ridley. Uh, why did I say yeah, Bailey? Basically Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of basically. the same thing. Daisy Ridley, they are both British actors and they both have to use American accents in this game. And I think that is pointless. Um, Once you start playing the game, you'll realize that it doesn't matter what country they're in. It really would not matter if they had the original accents. I think their performances would be phenomenal, phenomenally better if they were in British accents. But instead, it's like you barely recognize them as the voice actors. Like it's really hardly even important that they are the voice actors, which is strange because I'm sure they were not cheap to get for the parts and they do advertise these uh, roles on all the trailers really big that 
uh, those two actors are in it, and also uh, William Defoe from Spider Man yes. and Wes Anderson fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and William Defoe does great too. He does a really good oh, yeah. job. Um, the guy's an amazing actor, dude. I mean, he's an awesome actor. He's been in so many different and, things. Yeah, I was. And this I isn't his first when I game either. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not. But that's that that actually brought me to it. When I saw his name name attached to it, I actually went and looked at it on Steam. I was like, "This is this yeah. is really cool." But I mean, it's free in Xbox Game Pass. Well, it's not free. I mean, you pay if, for those games, but you know what I mean, right? But it's included. Um, if you are a fan of Heavy Rain, uh, you may know that the successor to the game Heavy Rain was Beyond Two Souls with Ellen Page and William Dafoe. And William Defoe did a really good job in that game too. So I was pretty confident that he was going to kind of steal the show in this game too. So I was really excited about that. And I, you may notice that I'm not talking about what the game's about because um, I would highly suggest playing this game before you see a spoiler. Um, there are a lot of things in the game that would be horrible to know before playing it. And I'm not going to mention any of those things. But all I will yeah. say is the stuff that's included in the trailer. In the trailer, they'd let you know that basically you're in a loop of time. And now I thought it was going to be a 12-minute loop, but it's not a 12-minute loop. It's actually a 10-minute loop. And you have to get as much as you can done to solve a mystery in 10 minutes. And the more times you loop, it's like Groundhog Day, basically, the movie. Uh, you learn more, which allows you to do more the next time, and you can perfect things and get fast at things. And it's really cool with all those aspects. But as far as the story goes, I'm not really going to go into that, but uh, it's a very strong story um, mm-hmm. as far as engagement goes. And um, I put it up there with some of my favorite um, story driven games I've played ever. Um, I don't think it's better than Oxen Free. And um, there was another game really? that I was going to put up there. I, I don't know. It just made me think about some games that I've played in the past that like blew my mind when I played them. And I was just like, this is great storytelling. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch? That's another game that like. Oh, yeah, I've heard. A I couldn't lot believe how well game. the story was made. Yeah, I've heard a uh, lot about that game, but I've also that- heard uh, from some stories. I don't know. I want to hear what your take is on this for uh 12 minutes but i've i've heard complaints that the ending is that that several of the endings are shit right but um <laughs> i guess that's not a spoiler um no not really there it is a it is a choose your fate game so there are multiple endings and i don't think yeah. that's much of a spoiler but that just says it depend- it has replayability basically right and depending on what you're doing, um, you can come up with different endings. But um, I'm not sure if I've ever played a game that was good in the genre of choo- choose your fate that didn't have shit ending. There's there's always an ending where I, I think the people that design these games, there's always an ending where everything goes right. And there's always an yeah. ending where everything goes wrong. <laughs> and it's always cool because if you've played the genre enough of story games, you could start to pick up on what's bad and what's good. And you can be like, I got to remember to do that when I do the complete shit run, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a great game. 
I don't think we should talk about it too much more, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to playing this game. I'm not really a story. What's also different about player, it is, but, but it's cool looking. It really is. I will say that story based uh, games that are built like this usually are not a top down view. This is a top down view like The Sims yes. almost when you're in the story. Usually those genre of games are first person or a side scroller. Um, I'm, I I'm not sure it. if I've ever played a game like this yeah. with that yeah, it's, it's genre, way different. you know, it's way different. I mean, I played, uh, there was one, um, what was that game? Um, God dang it. It, it was like a, a detective game and it was kind of top down. Um, and I, I mean, it's, I, I stopped playing it because it was just boring. Was that but that? It, it was, really <laughs> was that that? Uh, oh my god! It wasn't. Uh, it was like American Heist or something. What was it? No, it was. Uh, it looked like a I GTA clone from the posters, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't at all. It looked like it had like a watercolor backgrounds and stuff, and the only real detail was on the uh, the NPCs and the characters that you played. But you were like a detective trying to figure out what the hell you did the night before. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was just really weird, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different the way it's set up. And that's really what, besides the fact that Willem Dafoe is in it, that's the, the other part is just the way that it looked in the video that I saw. Um, it seems like there's some really intense moments in the game. So yeah, I um, think it's going to be a lot of fun to play. Also without spoiling, um, I did notice some stuff in the game that it was not utilized and you could say that it was just stuff to throw you off. And make you oh, think that there was more to the game. But I'm actually wondering if there's going to be some DLC to the game. There's some stuff where you may know what I'm talking about once you play the game. But there's mm. stuff that makes you think that there could be branching episodes. Oh, very um, cool. That would be so. Cool. And I'm not talking about like. I'm not talking about like story beats. I'm talking about like. Uh, like a hub. There's like a hub where it resembles a hub and it's not exactly a hub, but it makes you think that they might release DLC. I think some people may think this game is short. I think you can speed run it in about two hours, but um, I was just talking to Hill house before and I said that I've invested 17 hours in it somehow within the first three days of it being out. But um, yeah, I basically all I was doing was this. I was like not even playing Fortnite, which is the only game that I've been playing in the little time that I play games. But I was uh, staying, there was one night where I stayed up to like 4 a.m. playing it, and there was a night, and then I think I got up at like eight, <laughs> kept playing. <laughs> but um, it's crazy. I even went to work and was still thinking about this game. I was thinking about like what to possibly do. It's just that crazy of a game where if you don't look up spoilers, if you can resist it, and you start investing in the story. I'm telling you, you will not stop thinking about what possibly could happen. And it's crazy. When you finally do get like outcomes, it's like so satisfying that you you got there because you can stop yeah. thinking about it. But uh, it's a really cool game. I really enjoyed it. Right on, man. You play anything? No, I didn't actually. Uh, I've been jumping on Splitgate, having a lot of fun with that. Um mm -hmm you know, kind of, uh, trimmed down my game pool. There is one more that I'm going to add to it. Uh, uh, final fantasy. Is it 17? I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Ooh, I don't know. I think it's seven. The remake. Uh, 
no, the one that I want to play. Um, oh, 14. Yeah. 14. I was about to say 14 is a really good one. Yeah, that's the one. I'm not sure if there are 17. I know that people that play the Final Fantasies probably hate how little we know about Final Fantasy. Well, I had it on my wish list and I've never, ever played a Final Fantasy game. So I want to play that one because it's uh, it looks like it, it is an MMO, right? Yeah, but it's not turn based. I believe you can uh, free oh, no, roam. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want it to be turn based. I want it to be free roam, MMO, open world, that kind of thing. So, I believe that is yeah, fourteen. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'm gonna give that yeah. a try. I've actually been going out outside of my comfort zone and doing stuff like that. You know, No Man's Sky, Evil Within, State of Decay. I don't usually play those games, and for some reason, I'm just loving them right now. It's crazy. But uh, no, that's that's really it. I haven't really done anything but Splitgate. Yeah, um, games that I want to play, though, I will say that uh, Quake being shadow dropped uh, on yeah. <laughs> on Game Pass was really cool. Uh, Qu- Quake has never been on console, as far as I know. And for them to just basically just drop it on there was really cool. I've never played it. And I know there's a lot of people who love Quake, and I know it's really important to the genre. And, oh, yeah. Um, even if I don't enjoy it, I know that I need to play it. It's one of those games. I think you would. Even though it's an old game, I think you would love it, dude. It's um it, it is. It'll it'll you'll see why it was the standard, you know what I mean? Right. Uh also, I'm looking forward to Psychonauts 2 that comes out on the 24th uh, yes. of August. That looks really good. Um I do want to play some of the original. I'm not sure if I want to beat the original. I'll have to look up like how many hours that is. Um, I have a friend that I've been seeing online playing it for about a week. So that kind of scares me. It's making me think that it's more than a week of gameplay. But I do want to touch on the original because I didn't grow up with an Xbox. So I didn't play the original. I think it may have been on other consoles. I just never played Psychonauts. I don't, really don't know why I didn't. But um, I didn't play it. But I know it's a classic. And I probably should have played it within the last month but i do know that they've dropped the original on game pass 2 so once again cheapskate me doesn't have to pay for it um (laughs) but that's all that i have for like new releases and things that i'm wanting to play and of course i still haven't played blinks (laughs) but (laughs) maybe this week i was actually intending on playing it this week i had like the full like I was even telling myself, you have to play Blinked before the next episode because you've already made a running gag of not playing it. But then 12 minutes came out and I could not do anything but that game. <laughs> so but you're going to forget to play it and I play it. Right. <laughs> but uh, that being said, um, that's all we have for that segment. I think we can just talk about what news that we did find this week, right? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so the first thing in news that I have is um, something that has been rumored for a while. Uh, We've known that Saints Row was getting 
another game. There's been a lot of heavy, uh, real serious rumors about Saints Row coming back. And the new confirmation is that their website now says that it's going to be Saints Row Reboot. And that is probably for the best, because if you ever follow the Saints Row games, they were always kind of a parody of Grand Theft Auto, and they always tried to be more ridiculous. Now, I think a lot of people thought that the Saints Row games were not as well made as the GTA counterparts, but they could forgive that because of how tongue-in-cheek they were uh, about the genre and how they were doing it a different way than GTA. And it kind of it kind of uh, boiled into the comparison of GTA 5 and Saints Row 5, I believe. Or was it 4? I forget. Whatever the last one was. And Saints Row was just ridiculous. It was all aliens and stuff. And I remember it was like super over the top. And so I think a lot of people are like under the impression that a reboot would be probably the best for this genre because it's cool that they were out of this world and crazy, but at some point you got to rein it back in. And um, a lot of people have pointed out that there is a hole (laughs) in gaming that GTA 5 is left open because they're not going to ever release GTA 6. And GTA 5 has been around. I don't think there was a new... Yeah, right. The PS4 and Xbox One generation, there was not a new Saints Row or GTA. They have both been selling the last game (laughs) through that whole... um, That whole... uh, What do you call it? Generation, that's the word. Um, so that being said, uh, it would have been really cool if Saints Row released something during that generation because it sure needed it. But now that we're in the next gen and we're still not getting a new GTA, there is a little bit of demand for Saints Row to be like a successor in a way, you know? So like maybe Saints Row could be a little bit less goofy and maybe more just goofy in dialogue or like goofy with like skins and the way cars look and weapon skins and stuff. Maybe not just trying to be out of this world and be the game that had a, a dildo as a weapon in it, which was in the fourth (laughs) one. Um, Like maybe if they could just rein it in a little bit (laughs) so that it was, it could be taken a little seriously. I think that was the problem with, with saints row was that, it just was a little much. And even, even I probably discredited it because I remember playing the last one and I ended up getting bored of it pretty quick. I think it was just because eventually the joke's not funny and it doesn't have the replayability of GTA, in my opinion. So if they could get like strong, strong story writers for it and have a really good um, story mode with really good missions and voice acting, something that, you know, you compared to gta 5 but then on that put a bunch of quirky stuff that is like something that gta would never put in the game you know make it also unique then i think there's there's a place for saints row in you know gaming i think it just kind of was it just faded into obscurity because it was i i don't i don't think there's a nicer way to say that but it's just the joke wasn't funny anymore and they just need to rebrand it and make it slick so that the joke is funny. Because if you release yeah. a game 
that looks like the cheap, great value version of GTA. But then the whole time it's making fun of GTA, it's not funny because it's not that good of a game. And I think that's what I felt with the Saints Row games. They felt like cheap yeah. knockoffs that were like too busy making fun of the other game to be a good game. And I think they need to focus on it being a good game <laughs> first before they start just like, you know, throwing yeah. the dildos in. But basically, yeah, it's like, where, <laughs> who are you? You know, right. It's, it's like it's it's bigger shit making fun of other shit is what it is. Right. For example, if you compared it to entertainment, it was okay for Family Guy to make fun of The Simpsons every yeah. episode when The Simpsons had really bad ratings and Family Guy had really good ratings. But then when Family Guy started also falling off the map and they're still making fun of Simpsons, it wasn't funny anymore because they both yeah. had like the same kind of fading into obscurity status. <laughs> it, it makes you look it makes you look stupid when you do right. You're just like, like who really do you does. think you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it is so like, i think that's the, the same you? effect i just think yeah. it's the same effect where saints Row needs to focus on being a good game before they focus exactly. on making fun of it <laughs> but uh yeah i'm excited saints row is a cool franchise yeah yeah it's it a, is it's something that is missing from today there's not enough quirky like like even in the zombie genre there's not enough like dead rising type titles i feel like with the last generation of games games got super serious <laughs> and I, I think there is a place for saints row being a tongue-in-cheek version of gta which the thing is gta has great humor too don't get me wrong gta is pretty tongue-in-cheek sometimes there's some really hilarious uh missions and stuff in the story mode but saints row to like take it to a next level it has to be a yeah. decent game you know <laughs> Yeah, it really does. Um, let me see what else I got. This one is a weird story. Um, I'm not going to do the one that's next on the screen yet. Um, the next story I'm going to talk about is really funny that it's getting a bunch of flack right now. And I feel like I'm not allowed to talk about it yet too much because I haven't played it myself yet. So if you play Fortnite, Fortnite has a new game mode that is called Imposters. And it is an <laughs> Among Us clone. Yeah. And they got called out by an Among Us developer on Twitter, basically saying that you can't copyright a game style. So we get that you just copied it, but you could have put some like original twist on it is basically what they said. They basically yeah. were calling out Fortnite for not being original enough with the concept, that they were just basically copying Among Us. And a lot of people are saying, well, they should have just collaborated with them and stuff yeah. like that. But this brings up a lot of interesting things. Just the fact that this is actually kind of. This is actually kind of it didn't go viral, but it was actually kind of blowing up a little bit about Among Us calling out Fortnite. Point number one, back in December, they had another Among Us clone game mode that was only in December. And nobody was talking about it being like wrong that they copied the genre. Because I remember back in December, there were a bunch of games that were trying to copy the Among Us <laughs> gameplay. And oh, yeah. so it wasn't weird that Fortnite was doing it. But for some reason, now, a year after Among Us blew up, um, and I guess the fact that Fortnite is promoting it now, 
it, and it's like all polished, it's suddenly a problem. And it's not really a problem because they are right. They can't go to court with it because it's just a game style. Um, and they never copyrighted the word imposters as far as I know. So I don't think that could even get them in trouble. But it also, point number two, it brings up, remember what Fortnite got popular for? Fortnite was a tower defense type game. And they made a side game mode that was free. And they didn't even think it was going to be that popular, I don't think. And it was just copying PUBG's gameplay. Yeah. And remember, PUBG took them to court because PUBG thought that they like totally ripped off what they did and made more money. But apparently that's what Fortnite's good at. Um, and a lot of people are comparing now this to that where they're like, what if Fortnite's just doing what Among Us had and they're just going to make it better? You know, Thomas, the Thomas Edison of game developers. Right. The Thomas Edison of game developers <laughs> is Epic Games, um, which is not a bad comparison. That's what they do with everything. Like there's pretty much. Basically, there's the um, the Steam store. And then there's the Epic yeah. Launcher, which gives you free games every freaking week. <laughs> They're just trying to be better than them. <laughs> but like, um, I don't believe that Fortnite thinks that this imposter's game mode is going to be a big deal. Now, you could argue that they didn't think that about the Battle Royale mode at first, that they didn't think it was going to be the main mode. But I also seriously think that this is a limited time mode, which they call LTMs in the game. And it's just a funny mode and they cycle out different modes. I don't think they think it's going to be a permanent mode. But I say all that with a grain of salt because um, like, what if it did blow up? But also, yeah, all the things I'm saying, I haven't played the new game mode. I haven't played it because I didn't have fun with the December one. There was one in December that was mimicking Among Us and it wasn't fun. I did it because I had to because there was like unlocks. But there's no unlocks tied to the new one, so I, I have no reason to play it. I have no interest in yeah. it. But then when I saw it start making the news rounds, I was like, I guess I should have played it before this episode. But I don't know. Like, It's weird that it's now a problem and it wasn't in December. And it's also weird that uh, Fortnite's whole identity is copying another game and doing it better. <laughs> so like, why would they not do it again? Um, I don't know. It's just weird all the way around. But uh, that being said, I don't. It's not a permanent mode. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And the fact yeah. that the Among Us dev um, said that they were disappointed that they didn't put their own twist on it. I mean, what were they gonna do? Like they already have it in their engine. They have it with their characters. It doesn't look a thing like Among Us. Like it's it's third person over the shoulder type gameplay. It's not a side-scrolling astronaut thing. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Like, what do you expect well, them I, to do? That is their twist. Yeah, exactly. And there's not much that you can do to change it. I mean, there's going to be a, 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 a thousand games that are going to come out with the same kind of idea, the same kind of, you know, um, storyline. So Among Us cannot claim the whodunit, you know, genre. Right. And they I can't think... claim that that's the only one that can do it. Yeah, and I think they're just more upset the fact that Fortnite didn't collaborate with them. I do believe that they should have collaborated, and we don't know. They may have reached out to them. And you ever have one of those moments where, when you were talking about something earlier, and 
the answer pops into your head. Because that game we were talking about, it was all artsy fartsy was Disco Elysium. Yes, that's it. I remember. Why the hell did it come into my head? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand this, dude. <sighs> Stay in um, school, guys. Stay in school. <laughs> um, I was going to say don't do drugs, but I mean, I can't even say that. But anyway, um, do, pres- do prescribe drugs, kids. Um, <laughs> the last Move story. The, <laughs> the last story I have is great. It's it's remember Soldier Boy. Remember Soldier Boy oh, Gaming. Yeah. Remember his whole console that he was buying through uh, uh, AliExpress and slapping some Soldier Boy stickers on it. I've been watching it. him on Twitch, dude. Um, well, apparently he was streaming on Twitch, and he. Uh, I guess you missed this stream because it's so funny. He basically mentioned that he owned atari and that he was the new owner of atari and that he was the first rapper to own a game console and he also for some reason also added the fact he said atari was buying out soldier boy games for like a hundred million dollars or something (laughs) and this sounds crazy and you're like okay well maybe soldier boy actually is doing that because we don't actually honestly know like what he's worth. Uh, he could yeah. be lying about what he's worth online. Uh, we don't know what Atari's really worth. Maybe they're not doing too well. Uh, kind of had a rough launch with that ridiculously delayed console that they had. Um, maybe this is something he's doing. It just is crazy because both companies are really crazy. Soldier Boy is a crazy individual, and Atari has a g- crazy, disappointing history. <laughs> And so, I mean, it was kind of believable, even though it sounded stupid. Forbes, but Forbes estimates his net worth at 30 million, which is crazy. I don't know where he's making his money. I mean, his songs I don't no sell idea, too much dude. anymore. Uh, uh, but they say he's like a he's a freaking. He makes five million dollars a year from his music career. That's so crazy. But, but they say that he's smart, that he's smart with money. So maybe he's a maybe he's an investor. Maybe he's one of those guys that and he just, you know, maybe he's an entrepreneur and he's got his hands in so much shit that he's making, you know, who knows? I mean, he's he's the model entrepreneur of today. I feel like all of my friends that try to sell me random shit in my DMs because I met him in a class in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all those people are like the um the bottom of the totem pole compared to soldier boy trying to do that at a large ass scale, trying to market a, a emulator that had copyrighted Nintendo games on it. (laughs) Bottom line is the guy is a straight up hustler, man. That's the thing is he's 30 million according to Forbes and every, I just read two or three other ones that say the same thing. Um, I guess that his brain is worth 30 million. How much is Atari worth? You look up that. Oh, let me see. Atari net worth. So basically Atari came out on Twitter and said that 50 million. Oh, wait, no. That seems like a bit much. Yeah, no, that's that's Nolan uh, Bushnell. That's the uh, the owner of the founder of that. um, Um, They said it doesn't say. Oh, wait. Yeah, it does. Three million. What? No. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Atari came out and said that like last time they checked, he didn't own 
uh, Atari and that they did name drop the actual owner and like tagged him in it on Twitter. And they're like, last time we checked, he owned it. We have no idea what yeah. Soldier Boy's talking about. Nolan Bushnell. Yeah. Yeah. He's the owner. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, um, wow. as far as we know, he doesn't own it. Because it's just the thing. I don't know. Like, it, part of me says that Soldier Boy was just really high and said this shit on stream. And then another part of me says that maybe Soldier Boy wanted to be in the news. So he decided to target a company that was kind of believable to own and said it to get some clout. <laughs> um, and then another part of me says that maybe Atari agreed to do this with him as like a hoax because guess what atari's in the fucking news again yeah <laughs> it's both, of them are. both of them are yeah so i mean atari so it doesn't hurt either one um it's it's crazy but it's stupid and that's my last story it's <laughs> <laughs> your last one you said <laughs> yeah it's my last one well um i'll just start off with um another famous asshole uh no actually soldier boy i like soldier boy and uh knowing that he's a hustler from what i read I, that just makes me like even like him more you know i don't you know fuck it the guy's guy's grinding you know what i mean but uh, i'm gonna talk to you all about <laughs> kurt schilling kurt schilling the 2001 mvp world series uh, guy played from two, September 7th, 1988 with the Baltimore Orioles until September 25th, 2007 for the Boston Red Sox. He's the one that Huge he's the one that loss. was pitching with his ankle bleeding, right? Uh, I don't I think remember. So. I think he was the one in the World Series. He was pitching with like blood all over his sock. Oh, <laughs> uh, he may have. Yeah, he may have. Well, he also owned a company. Uh, called 38 Studios. And 38 Studios was making a game called The Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Well, uh, that game, <laughs> unfortunately, has since been bought out. Uh, uh, basically, it was redone in uh, 2020. Um, they ended up, this company ended up going bankrupt. Um, this was nine years ago. Um, they were basically shut down. Uh, they laid off uh, 400 of their employees. Um, that didn't even get paid uh, their final paychecks. Um, so basically what's happened is he had to file bankruptcy and um, he declared bankruptcy in 2012. And just now today, this year, some of its employees are getting 14% to 20% of what they are respectively owed according to the bankruptcy documents. So some of these guys are going to actually get the money that they were supposed to be paid. Now, um, they also had to reach a uh, financial settlement with the state of Rhode Island because the state loaned Schilling $75 million to support the studio's project for several years. And that was through the Rhode Island Economic um, uh, Fund and, you know, for businesses, small businesses and development. And so this guy did all this and took all this money. Well, basically, um, the uh, what happened is he he basically just spent all this money. They're looking into the fact that he financially he did not manage it properly. He mismanaged it and did it in such a reckless way that it cost these people their jobs. It cost them 
their uh, their uh, paychecks. Uh, some of these people lost houses. Some of these people had invested money uh, in um, uh, uh, mortgages mm-hmm. and uh, different equipment and things that they bought for the company that they were supposed to have been paid back. Uh, came out of their own wallet, and these were expenses that they turned into the company that said they were gonna they were gonna cover it. Um, and some of them are thousands of dollars in expenses, uh, but they they promised to assist with it and they never did. So basically, um, there is a game that did come out. It's called Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, and that was remastered in 2020. And uh, it actually looks pretty cool. I was checking it out on Steam and, you know, it would be nice for some of these people who developed this game to actually see something happen with it. What's funny is it still does say 38 studios on one of the uh, uh, developers for the game, but I really thought it was interesting and I want to see what happens later on in this, in this thing. Cause I want to know what happened to that 75 million for one um, that was basically supposed to take care of all these people. But yeah, man, a 2001 MVP of the world series, um, shits away a ton of money and loses a company. So, uh, but the game looks cool, man. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning. I was checking it out. I might actually download it um, if they put it <laughs> on sale, but yeah. Um, I just thought that was kind of a cool story, but the main thing that I wanted to talk about, I do have another story after this, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if you've heard about the hate raids that have been going on on Twitch. Um streamers some really big streamers uh one of them who is not going to join this but on september 1st uh they are going to do a day off twitch it's called hashtag a day off twitch um this was started by um one of the streamers who was getting attacked online called wreck it raven and uh she started doing this hashtag called twitch do better and now it's a day off twitch because everybody has decided to walk out or basically go on strike and not stream to Twitch on that particular day. A lot of them are really big streamers too. Um, what a hate rate is, is is an organized attack and they, they go after uh, streamers and with bots and flood their chat with racial slurs, uh, Nazi Im- imagery, uh, real life details about themselves that they've hacked into. Um, and this month, August, this shit has been raising. It's been going up. It's been going crazy. Uh, people just begin getting attacked. Now, one cool thing is there was a streamer uh, who saw what was happening to Wreck-It Raven. And uh, his name is Sean Day9 Plot. And he came in and sent hundreds of his followers into her stream to drown out the bots in her chat and called it a love raid. So some of these guys are trying to to do something about what's happening. But um, they said that Twitch is doing essentially nothing. Um, their response was that they said, we know we need to do more to address these issues. And that was followed by this whole thread um, where they claim to be uh, uh, building a, a, a ban evasion detection system and uh, you know, in account improvements so that you can block these guys and stop them from doing it. Uh, but yeah, he, they said they can't share details, but there's always people trying to work around what they're doing, blah, 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 blah. But people are not impressed with that, you know, with that, uh, response. They, 
They've decided to join together and do hashtag a day off Twitch and not stream it. Well, one streamer, Asmongold, I actually watch quite a bit of his stuff. He's been saying that he doesn't think it's going to work. He's come out publicly and said that he's not going to do it, um, that he doesn't think it's going to be, you know, that it's going to do any good and all that kind of stuff, that it's going to fail. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's not really showing a lot of solidarity. What if they come at you? You know, all this kind of stuff. This is one of the guys that actually recently just left WoW um, and decided he's not going to be uh, doing that because he started actually playing Final Fantasy. Funny enough that we were talking about that earlier. Um, I think he's playing Final Fantasy 14 also. But uh, now he, he's been talking about that he wants to quit streaming, that he's burnt out um, and all that kind of stuff. But he said that the community in Twitch is making it hard, but he doesn't think that a day off of Twitch is going to stop anything at all. He says that it's probably going to ramp it up. They're going to feel like they're empowered. They're going to feel like, okay, let's go ahead and get, get after these guys and pick on them even more. Well, Twitch is going to have to do something because they've been, you know, they, this is what the second or third time that they've been in the spotlight with stuff that, that their community, their, some of their top streamers are really pissed off about, um, you know, the whole hot tub streaming thing. That was a huge controversy. Uh, banning people. Yeah, I had to return actually... my hot tub after I heard oh, how they sucks, were. That sucks, bro. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks, man. I hate it when that happens. You got to clean them out and stuff. <laughs> you don't, it's embarrassing. But, um, yeah, Twitch has been making some really bad moves as far as banning the wrong people. Um, suspending the wrong people, not suspending people who actually do stuff because those people are making Twitch money. And that's really what it boils down to. You know, it just seems like it's a whole political uh, chess game with them. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be cut and dry. These are the rules. And this is what you got to follow. This is the terms of service. So this is what you got to do. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, I it may do something, but then again, it may not. Um, but with my next story, this might actually help Twitch because maybe they can look into this company and see if they can help them. Uh, Call of Duty. We've seen all sorts of crap where people are calling out hackers, they're reporting hackers. Uh, big time streamers are watching other people's streams and reporting them for hacking, uh, all this other stuff. Well, Raven Software has a new anti-cheat uh, system that they're putting in Warzone. And what it's doing is it's it's actually very effective because it's these hackers are getting hit by their hardware and it's recognizing their hardware and it's not allowing them to open another account. So instead of these guys being able to work around it, they're actually being hardware banned. And there are several uh, hackers that have gone on Twitter. You can actually look it up, um, look up hardware, hashtag hardware banned, but They've been announcing the fact that they have been effectively prevented from playing the game on different accounts when they're using their system. It recognizes now these guys, you got to imagine they're probably got some serious money in their hardware. If they're hackers, you know what I mean? They probably got some really good shit in their systems. They're not going to go out and get a whole nother system now just to every time they want to make another account in order to get into war zone. If this is effective, then, um, then yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it is. Uh, there is a um, leaker, his name is Tom Henderson, and he was on Twitter, and his tweet talks about how the Raven Software bandwave is is actually working, and it's 
they cannot create a new account and simply get back on. He is actually applauding it. He's saying that it's going to be something really, really good. Now, this actually launched uh, 12 days ago, but the story just, <laughs> and the initial ban was 50,000 accounts. They announced that in a tweet. Um, they said they claimed to be listening to, to uh, player feedback. Uh, they promised an update on what's been going on, and uh, they're going to give numbers on how many people they've effectively hardware banned that will not be able to come back. The community at large is in love with it. Um, they said that they're happy that all the complaining, because there was a lot of complaints about this, and several big streamers, Courage, Nick the Mercs, Tim the Tapman, those guys have put a boycott on Warzone in the, in the last few weeks just because of the number of hackers that they've been finding during matchmaking. So yeah, this is really cool. I think they, uh, it's a, it's a, a very good move on their part because of the fact that, you know, you're going to bring people back into the game. And, uh, if you're, you know, with me, my issue probably would have been if I was playing this game on a regular basis, if I'm on console and I want to do crossplay, yeah, a lot of times PC players are going to be way more, uh, way better than you. They're going to have a, a, a slight edge than you do. And that's fine and dandy. But when you add the hacker implement on top of it or the hacker, whatever, it it just totally pisses you off. And that's one of the main reasons I uninstalled the game. So now I might reinstall it and see what happens. Uh, I do own it on PC, so... Yeah, man, the ban hammer has falleth, and uh, it seems to be working. But that is yeah. all I got, man. <laughs> it's funny you mention Call of Duty, because there's a lot of people that are concerned about Call of Duty and Activision getting boycotted on the launch of, what is it called, Vanguard? Yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard. The uh, beta Let's is supposed to be, there's a, a everyone can play thing. Um, some sort of a scenario in that game that they're going to allow people to play. Let me see. Reveal yeah, it's kinda... trailer. I want to see the reveal trailers like dislike ratio today. Okay, it's it's better now. <laughs> it was like fourteen thousand likes, fourteen thousand dislikes at one point. It had a huge dislike ratio. Uh, it's now 142,000 to 21,000. Okay. Okay. So, so it may bad. have been a, it may have been a, like, you know, how they usually do that. The haters just come out right out of the woodwork and judge it based on the last game. I think they're judging it based on Activision's whole lawsuit with Blizzard. <laughs> or, or they um, could be judging it on the whole hacker problem, which if they solve that, that is going to really solve a bunch of their problems, man. I think it is um, just because that is the reason why a lot of people are pissed. And if you have right. huge streamers like Tim, the Tatman and courage leaving the game, boycotting the game because of the hacker problem, you, you've got to take it seriously because that is a lot of revenue, potential revenue that those guys by promoting your game are bringing to you. So you definitely need to take that, into account and you need to do something about it. And if, if Raven software has the, uh, has the uh, way to beat these guys, dude, awesome. I applaud you. They should be given, you know, some award at the fucking game award show or something 
for beating the hackers and yeah <laughs> you know how i am on that dude i hate hackers bro i hate them yeah and it just I've, I've got a video somewhere where i'm playing you know uh what is that um that game that we used to play where everybody would fight you know little pudgy things you got the races i have no idea what you're talking about yeah i can't remember oh the, name of the damn game fall guys fall guys yeah 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 and dude i'm watching the guy and i've got the video and he's he's flying around above us and he's flying around while these little things below you are disappearing and you're falling. And then he's coming down and he's like swooping and he's hitting people and knocking them off and he's winning that way. And that's what he kept doing. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And I think we had him like two or three games and I just kept recording the whole time. And I was like, this is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but even in a game like fall guys, man, like fall guys, now, I, I, thankfully, I haven't run into anything like that in Paladins. Uh, maybe I have, and I just didn't notice. But um, Paladin has the easy anti-cheat software, so I think that works for them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really interested to see where this goes. I hope that it... Warzone and Call of Duty are great, great games. Um, they've always been awesome. You know, there's been a couple of, you know, questionable ones here and there in the whole franchise, but all in all it's they've always been fun games and the fact that these hackers have taken over it's ruined it for a lot of people so this could be their chance to fix it and have some sort of a resurgence you know which i think after you know or not after during this whole covid thing a lot of these companies need a little bit of resurgence a little bit of bread coming in you know so yeah i think it's a good thing yeah i i agree with you um I don't know. It's just as much as people will. I guess the last thing I have to say about the possibility that people will boycott Call of Duty based on the actions of Blizzard. Um, it's just like what you were saying, that other guy's opinion. Um, I don't feel like it's going to do anything because the average Call of Duty player. Probably doesn't even read the news. I bet you over 90% of people that play Call of Duty probably have not even heard about the class action lawsuit against Blizzard. Maybe more than 90%. Um, I feel like Call of Duty is one is like that title of a game that is um, sold to people that aren't quite... Wow, I'm not going to say they're not gamers. It's sold to people that are not like invested into... It, it's just it's it's the white bread and the whole milk it's just it's everybody has it you know you don't have to be a, a gaming historian you don't have to be part of a community you don't have to have a discord you can play call of duty by just you know buying a 60 dollar game and a 300 dollar console you know and that's yeah. it i i guarantee you there are there are <laughs> Thousands was probably too low. There are probably over a million people that own a console with just a Call of Duty game that probably don't even have a second game. I'm not even joking. That is probably a very common thing, especially with the fact that Fortnite and Warzone are free games that oh, yeah. people pour their entire lives into. Uh, you, there's probably people out there in the hundreds of thousands that have consoles with no purchased games. <laughs> but um, 
th- just that being said, I'm saying that boycotting Call of Duty because of Blizzard is just it won't even put a dent into what Call of Duty does because it supersedes it supersedes the idea of what a game is basically. It's just it's just beyond that. Just how popular Call of Duty is. It's just it, it won't matter. Even if the game's shit, it will sell. We've proven that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um it's it's just crazy. So as much as I see people talking about boycotting Activision, how how you really have to target them is hitting the big name of Call of Duty. It's just it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything because there's just too many people that play Call of Duty that don't even know what's going on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're that, right. That being They're said, though, unaware. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And there are people, I guarantee you, that are just Warzone players that don't care about Call of Duty multiplayer or the campaign in Vanguard. There are probably people that download Warzone and are pre-ordering Vanguard just for like the new weapon skins. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> just for the Warzone content. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. So yeah, I mean, but that I being mean, said. I mean, if this if this works for them, though, I mean, I actually, even with the Activision Blizzard thing going on, I have not been playing Overwatch. I've uninstalled Diablo 3 and WoW because they've, I've just lost all interest in them. Um, but uh, I may play Overwatch again. You know, I've keeping it on the computer. Um, but uh, with Activision, yeah, I, I'm actually thinking about getting back into Call of Duty if, if they're able to take care of these hackers. I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, how it goes, but... Yeah, we will have to see, man. It's going to be a crazy couple of weeks here. Yeah, and that's... Uh, I, I didn't mean to end the episode on a downer, but uh, oh, that's really all, all we have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll check y'all next week, and we'll be back with more of the newest news in gaming. Y'all stay safe. Y'all all keep gaming. Positive vibes and uh, good vibes, as you would say. And <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with another brand spanking new show uh, from the two most ridiculous gaming hosts that you can think of. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs>